it's true that uh, Ukrainians may seem uh, to be serious from the first sight, but they are so emotional and so positive people. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me. And even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 205 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds and for all friends of Ukrainians like today. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel at Kiev Future. My goal is to interview hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already Top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland, and Monaco. Top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia, and Poland. Top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain, and Dubai. And top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore, and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Katsyarina Piakarskaya, originally from Belarus, Katsyarina is an IBA student at LCC International University in Lithuania. She was a volunteer media assistant at one of the biggest sport events in Europe, 
the second European Games, and she is an editor of the student literacy journal Kaliop. Kate was a part of the project Multicultural Lithuania, where she taught the Russian language to foreigners. Kate, how are you today? Uh, hey, hello. I'm good, and I'm excited about today's podcast. Me too. And therefore, since excitement is an emotion, let's speak about something emotional, which is this. Kate, when you really, really want to feel alive, to feel the emotions that you love, to forget the day, what do you like to do? There are two things that I really like to do when I have some free time. And these two things are reading and yoga. Uh, I started doing my yoga practice two years ago, uh, and honestly, um, I feel so much relief uh, when I'm doing this um, unusual and to some extent difficult uh, yoga postures and practices, and they bring me so much emotions. Um, So... Also about reading, I really like reading, especially classic Russian literature and sometimes sometimes English uh, classic literature. So these two things brings me a lot of emotions and a lot of positive energy. And I can really recommend these two hobbies to everyone who wants some kind of relief after a busy day. Thank you. So yoga, doing the difficult poses, gives you a lot of emotions, as well as reading the classical Russian literature. That is something very valuable to you, correct? Yeah. Tell me about yoga and how did you get into it? What is the story of discovery or beginning when it comes to you and yoga? Uh, you know, it may sound a bit uh, maybe um, usual, but I find a channel uh, in YouTube which is called Boho Beautiful. Uh, this is a channel for everyone who wants to learn yoga from scratch. Uh, I mean, um, in uh, this channel you can find any videos for any levels, um, And uh, so uh, one day I just wanted to do something new, to try myself at something new. And, you know, yoga, it's kind of uh, maybe progressive way uh, of, um, I don't know, maybe exercising. And many people uh, try to try to develop uh, this um Uh, this way of exercising. So I tried myself and I love it. I really love it. Tell me about that. Do you like usually and frequently to try yourself and challenge yourself at new things? Or do you have moments of routine and then when it gets too boring, you change things by challenging and trying new things? Challenge myself, uh, for me, it's like... um, new way to develop myself. I believe that self-development is something crucial for every person in the world. So I'm trying to challenge myself every day. Uh, For example, 
this spring when I started to teach um, Russian language uh, at the Vilnius University as a part of the project multinational uh, Lithuania. Um, I made a um, French girl uh, who was eager to learn Russian and our conversa conversation uh, gives gave me an understanding that I want to learn French. From the day I started to learn French and for now it's the most difficult thing I ever started to do because, you know, French language is unusual. It's very unusual because the pronunciation and um, the spelling are two very different things. So, uh, yes, challenging uh, challenging things are important in my everyday life and I'm trying to challenge myself every day of my life. Thank you. That's so interesting. And what about challenging is important for you? Is it the new emotions? Is it more about growing as a person? Is it more about new experiences? Is it about becoming stronger or doing something unusual and being different and not average or normal? Or what is to you the deeper point? Yes, of course, challenging yourself, it's about new emotions. Uh, it's about uh, going out of your comfort zone. Um, and usually um, going out of your comfort zone is accompanied by not very pleasant emotions, for example, stress, because when you start something new, it cannot be easy from the first time you started, of course. Uh, so at first, uh, these new things may seem, seem to you difficult and unpleasant, uh, but when time go on and uh, you become more familiar with these new challenging things, uh, it become a joy for you to do these new things and to learn and to, to develop yourself and grow. Thank you. And tell me about the classics of literature. What do they bring to you that makes them really interesting? In this case, it's not about emotions, uh, as in case of yoga, uh, because um, classical literature gives me not emotions, but uh, valuable thoughts. Thoughts of people who know um, who know everything about life, uh, who are experienced um, in being moral and good people. Uh, so classic literature gives me experience of people who. Uh, who I will never uh, meet in real life, but uh, with whom I can get acquainted uh, just by reading their novels. That's really interesting. So you said good person. What does that mean for you? Yeah, um, I think that the word good, uh, it's kind of act and vague. Uh, but as for me, uh, 
um, being good means uh, being good for yourself and every person um, can point out what uh, is being good um, for him or for her personally. By that, I mean that uh, there is no uh, description or um, no dictionary that can explain you what does it mean uh, to be a good person. So I believe that a good person is a person who can satisfy their needs and um, who can satisfy the needs of beloved people around them. Who can satisfy their needs, satisfy the needs of their beloved people. And the definition of that is personal, different for each person, correct? Yeah. And tell me about thoughts and emotions. Usually there is a contradiction where the same person cannot be full of thoughts and full of emotions unless their thoughts they're worrying or imagining a positive thing. But I mean, like, logical and emotional are usually a contradiction. First, are you more emotional or more logical? And second, how do you combine both being emotional and logical? Uh, you know, I believe in harmony between emotions and logic. Uh, I know that uh, people are used to divide other people into two categories. I mean, realists and uh, those who love to, I don't know, be more imaginable and uh, um, less practical. Uh, but my belief is that it's difficult, but you can combine two things, emotions and good and reasonable thoughts. Um, and, uh, of course, I follow my belief. And uh, in my everyday life, I'm trying to be an emotional and a logical person at the same time. Uh, for example, when it comes to my studies, uh, these combinations of this combination of emotions and thoughts are really useful thing because um, by using these emotions I can uh, write a good essay. But then uh, when I wrote this essay, I can use my logic for proofreading and for look for searching for mistakes. You know, so. When you learn how to combine these two things, you will boost yourself as a um, uh, quick learner um, and a more skillful person. And is it important for you to be a quick learner, a more skillful person? And why is it so? Is it something you always had where you wanted to develop your skills more and more and learn or did you notice something that made it valuable or is it at this point as a university student that is and should be the highest priority uh, you know i believe that uh, only quick learners uh, can survive in the modern modern world no uh, i'm kidding um i believe that i I have always been a quick learner uh, since I studied uh, 
uh, at the gymnasium. Uh, I mean, like, uh, this is a school with, like, maybe higher um, standards than a usual school. Uh, I have learned how to survive. And now, maybe only for me as a person, uh, I believe that... Um, not only college students and university students uh, should be quick learners. Uh, every person in the world uh, should learn how to make themselves familiar with new things quickly uh, because uh, the world of 21st century is changing every day, every minute and every second. And if a person cannot... Um, get used to new things quickly or learn something quickly, it will cause a lot of problems in their everyday lives. It, 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 this um, makes me think of, you know, our grandmothers and grandfathers uh, who cannot really understand how to use a mobile phone or a laptop. Uh, and uh, this is a problem of... Uh, their generation and speaking about the generation that uh, that i'm part of i believe that we are a new generation who can learn quickly who can catch catch and new skills very fast and this will give us new opportunities that were um, unknown for people of past generations yeah Thank you. But how then, since you're so futuristic, do you combine that with classics of literature, Russian literature, where people or the characters might have been more similar to your grandparents than to you living in other times with slower necessity for learning and when things were so different? So how do you approach that? Uh, because I'm not here to judge anyone, you know. I will not judge a person from 17th or 18th century for their thoughts of belief or beliefs because they lived in a completely different world. But what I will do, I will learn from the past, I will learn from their mistakes, and I will learn from their experiences, and I will become a more productive, um, more creative, and maybe to some extent um, a better person than, than uh, they were. You know, I understand. And tell me about going from Belarus to Lithuania. Is the culture very similar? What differences and similarities did you notice? Honestly, I don't feel so much connection between Lithuanians and Belarusians. Um, I feel uh, also about pronunciations. Some people emphasize that uh, Belarusians. Uh, is a wrong version of the world, but, but I don't think so. So I will say like that. Uh, I feel more related and more connected uh, to Ukrainians um, since we are 
well since we have uh, we have like a similar language i think uh because language is a barrier and i i cannot for example talk to uh, any lithuanian uh, uh young person because uh, many of lithuanians uh, do not speak english and many of them uh, do not speak Russian at all. Um, the majority of Lithuanians who speak Russian are uh, people of um, middle ages and higher. Uh, so there are some um, some differences in our uh, culture and in our uh, even behaviors. For example, I noticed that Lithuanians are not uh, really friendly to foreigners, or maybe uh, it's only my prejudice. But um, yeah, I feel more related and more connected to Ukrainians. Thank you. And therefore, I imagine when you were in Lithuania and you made a lot of great friendships with Ukrainians, and to ask you one thing about you and about them, a lot say that especially Ukrainian girls have this very serious face, and although inside they're full of emotions when they travel abroad, people say, why is this girl so angry all the time? Is that your situation too? And did you notice it in your friends where in the beginning you thought, wow, they look so serious, but with time, you discovered the emotional side. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, Ukrainians are so emotional, much more emotional than uh, we Belarusians are. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, in my case, um, my friends uh, are from all parts of Ukrainian, and in different parts of Ukraine, there are different people. For example, uh, girls who are from Lviv and uh, this part of Ukraine are um, more open, uh, open to new friends, to new experiences, to new opportunities, while uh, girls from central Ukraine are different and uh, they are maybe more conscious about uh, new people you know uh, so yes this uh, it's it's true that uh, ukrainians may seem uh, to be serious from the first sight but they are so emotional and so positive people and are you similar to the Lviv side or the central Ukrainian side? Are you very open and eager for new experiences? It seems to me that yes, since you like to challenge yourself to explore new skills and activities, but you know better. Yes, um, I feel even stronger, stronger connection with uh, this part of Ukraine, with Lviv part of Ukraine, because we are like-minded, you know. And uh, even my Rumi, um, who is uh, my best friend uh, at, the, um, at the same time, we are very mind-connected, uh, even we are different because she's 
very cheerful, very positive while I'm more calm and maybe, um, I don't know, practical, but still our ideas are very similar and our attitudes towards life are very similar too. So you are a practical girl. Is that something you always had for many years or did it develop over time or it's just something your parents are telling you you have to be practical in order to succeed in life but if you had a choice you'll be an emotional butterfly or how is it uh, no uh, i have i i have always this characteristic like uh, the my whole life i was practical and i will be practical uh, in the future but uh, it seems to me that it has developed uh, in recent years because i moved to a foreign country where i never lived before i entered my university like i've never been to lithuania before i um, came uh, to study here. Uh, so yes, this is completely my characteristic, but I can say that it has developed in uh, recent, it has developed recently. Thank you. And tell me more about yoga. Which part is your favorite? Is it when you're doing something difficult and you think, yes, in the evening I can do yoga, I will feel much better? Or is it in the middle where you're feeling totally in your body, your brain maybe stops and you're just feeling the poses? Or is it after when you're like, wow, I'm noticing improvements, I feel the difference and you have a different uh, relaxed energy? I think, oh, I think that the best part of yoga, it's when you doing a particular pose. Uh, for example, today, uh, I cannot even imagine that I uh, will be able to do a new pose. But uh, since uh, with non-stop practice, your body is developing and your muscles are constantly improving, uh, you will be able to do something unimaginable tomorrow uh, and you will feel this satisfaction, uh, you will be proud of yourself that you can conquer new heights by doing uh, and practicing yoga every day and uh, making yourself familiar with new poses and postures. And to you, as a practical girl, why is developing yourself and always exceeding your previous boundaries and limits satisfying for you? What does it give you? What is about it interesting for you? Um, maybe it is interesting for me because uh, I believe that uh, self-development is the most important thing in my life. And I... Uh, I don't want. I do not want to make other people think so because uh, uh, I value others uh, 
others uh, like you know beliefs and dreams for example someone wants to have a big family someone wants to travel a lot but uh, one thing I want for now is self-development and uh, I can achieve this self-development by constant uh, challenge for myself so that's why uh, I like challenging ideas, I like challenging opportunities, and I will never miss something new uh, for myself. Thank you. And when it comes to classical lit- literature, do you have a favorite book or character that means a lot to you? Uh, I cannot choose uh, a favorite character or a favorite book, but I can highlight some of my favorite novelists. Uh, They are Bulgakov. You probably have heard about him. And not even his famous Master Margarita, which is well known uh, in the the whole world. Also, uh, I really like uh, Dostoevsky. And uh, again, uh, not even his uh, well-known novels like Bratia Kramazovy or Преступление uh, Наказания, but uh, yes, uh, I prefer read something maybe um, less popular and uh, less uh, familiar for others, but still very good very well written and uh, very talented as a novel. Um, Also, the third novel is that I really like and uh, that maybe for some people seems to be boring is uh, Lev Tolstoy. Uh, I am I, speaking about uh, War and Peace that is well known in the whole world, uh, but many people uh, think that uh, it's, it's kind of boring to read all these huge uh, books, uh, huge novels. Uh, Russian and uh, Ukrainian and Belarusian people say that there is too much water in these books. And water means that this book um, is worthy. But I don't think so, because I see the beauty of this language that uh, Tolstoy used, and that's why I really love him. Thank you. And therefore, you're a practical girl, but you have an emotional side that comes through in yoga and even sometimes in addition to learning the thoughts and the useful lessons from the classics is about the beauty of the language which it makes it emotional correct and why did you choose to go study in lithuania for example instead of any other place or even belarus what attracted to you to that as well as why did you choose the subject uh, so you're studying? I will start from Belarus. I cannot study here for some personal and political reasons. Um, yeah, but maybe if something will change, I will come back uh, to Belarus uh, because I really like, I really love my uh, my home country. 
but I chose Lithuania because I found LCC International University. Uh, there are not so many uh, places where you can um, study liberal arts uh, education. I mean, liberal arts educational system is really unique and new even in Europe. And, uh, you know, there was a um, pandemic situation. There was a peak of pandemic situation. And um, it was kind of difficult uh, to find a place uh, with comfortable conditions for me, with... Um, good educational systems with a good um, study program and since um, I know from the very beginning that I want uh, to learn uh, to, to study business LCC uh, become a perfect place for me to study so Lithuania uh, it's like I choose Lithuania not because of the country. I choose Lithuania because of the university. Yes. And the system, which is new and unique, even in Europe. Why business? What interests you in business? And what do you believe you can add to the world or change because of your business um, education? First of all, I believe that business is everything. Business, business is not about only finances uh, or only about making money. Uh, I mean, uh, yes, uh, you do make money when you do business. Uh, but um, when you study business, uh, you learn about people. Uh, you will learn about people. For example, uh, in my university, uh, we have... Um, interpersonal communication class, which is a part of, um, I believe, probably maybe, uh, I don't know, philosophy class or something like that. But uh, it's like it's like a part of business. You should know how to communicate effectively if you want uh, to enter a business world. So for me, business is future. And... Uh, if you have a business degree, you can do everything. Even if you don't do not want uh, to start your own business, uh, you can uh, become a podcaster like you because doing podcasts uh, is also uh, some kind of business. Uh, you can grow food and become a farmer and you will do your favorite thing and make money for a living. You know, uh, being a business um, student makes me feel that I will be able uh, to make money from things that I, I really like to do, you know? Thank you. So you're against the paradigm of people working in a job they hate just to make money and have a little bit of happiness in the weekend. You want people and yourself to find a way to make money by following their passion so that most of their day is satisfying in addition to other happiness on the weekend or after work or during yes, work. Uh, Did I, I believe understand correctly? That, uh, it should be um, like 
maybe a goal of all people in the world uh, to find a job or something that uh, they will use as a source of money that will give them satisfaction, joy, and a lot of pleasure. And why do you think a lot of people oh, don't do that I, already? I, I was born and raised in post in a post-Soviet country where being happy when where being a happy person uh, is something strange because uh, here many people believe that happiness cannot make you uh, rich or cannot make you wealthy um, yes uh, here and in ukraine i believe too uh, people have this maybe to some extent misinterpreted uh, belief that only um, hard, difficult and unpleasant things uh, can give them um, money. I understand. And how did you become someone with a different mindset and attitude to the average person? Is it from your own thoughts and with the help from the principles that come from the classics and thinking through them? Or is it maybe YouTube and the internet and reading and watching people with a new mindset? Or what made you become more of this person? Uh, this is a contribution of globalization uh, because nowadays uh, we have a free access to the internet, a free access to the only interacting or educational platform in the world. We have a huge library in our laptops and cell phones. Um, the only thing that is needed for your self-development is your patient. And if you're passionate about uh, something, uh, you can learn, you can do, you can grow uh, only by using your cell phone or your, your, or your laptop. So I think that um, this new, maybe to some extent, revolution ideas uh, came from the internet, came from YouTube, uh, I don't know, even Instagram, because um, I saw many people travel. I saw that many people uh, from even my country uh, can study in a foreign country. But only 10 years ago, it was something unimaginable and uh, even not possible for an average person. Uh, I am an average person. I mean, like... Um, my parents uh, are usual people who go uh, every day at work and uh, who have a usual salary, uh, but I am able to study in a foreign country. I am able to learn a new language and I'm able um, to achieve new heights only by using these um, benefits that the internet uh, gives us. Thank you so much. And for people who maybe have a bit of depression because of the pandemic, or in general, they're not being so active, pragmatic, practical, and progressing towards their future, what would be some advice you can give 
that can um, help them? The first advice and the most important advice that I can give to them is watch your mental health. Uh, because uh, especially in post-Soviet countries, people are tend to not pay a lot of attention uh, towards their mental health condition. And uh, this can cause depression. Depression uh, is not a fairy tale from the internet. It's not a myth. Uh, it's... Uh, not a joke and you should be aware of your um, mental well-being and you should watch it so um, some useful tips for you how to keep this balance uh, between your life your work your studies and uh, go through this pandemic situation um, I can recommend you to find some activities, for example, yoga, or maybe you will be good at running or at cycling, because, you know, uh, I'm not a sportish person at all, because I, I hate sport, honestly, but I find something for myself which is yoga practice. And I believe that physical activities um, help you relieve the stress that is um, very common for people um, who, live, who live in this pandemic world. Thank you so much, Kate. And if people want to follow you, what is the best social um, media to do that? I think that the best uh, social media is, of course, LinkedIn or uh, my Instagram page. Thank you. I will make sure to write about your page in the description. And do you have anything else to add or just to say goodbye in a very cool Belarusian way, you can say it in any language you wish. Uh, you know, uh, I'm really bad at Belarusian because no one in Belarus speaks Belarusian, uh, but I will try. Do побачення, великий дякуй, что вот видишь, yeah, I will say just до побачення. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure, a privilege, and a great time to speak with you, Kate. And I wish you a great night. Um, thank you, too, because it was a pleasure to speak with you. Your questions were very, very interesting. And I believe that only because of your questions, uh, we can create uh, this interesting and beautiful conversation. And because of you and sharing your soul so openly. Goodbye and thank you so much.